Hey, 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 hey. So I don't know if you all have read the book, The Power of Now. But if you haven't, if you haven't, I want you to check out the book, The Power of Now. When I read that book, because of the way the author kept explaining it and explaining it and explaining it over and over, a very simple subject, I was really convinced. I was like, I, I, I think that time I was skeptical, right? I didn't even believe in 100%. I was like, I think I can try to be more present. You know what I mean? I've heard it all the time. Be present. Be in the moment. Uh, don't be uh, tomorrow, today. You know, you heard it all the time. So I was like, oh, okay. This can actually make sense. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. So someone said, okay, by someone I mean from Buddhist philosophy, they say that time is just continuous. That there isn't any individual event. Everything is just everything. Everything is just one happening. And we often want to label what's happening and when they happen. And, you know, we, and then we hold on to past memories. And these memories become the basis of how we judge anything that happens. So are we really living as sentient beings creating our moment, our present moment, or are we simply reliving the past? So I think there is a confusion there because I believe that we're not truly living all of the time. A lot of the time, we're just literally reliving the past. So we're past livers. And we're messing up our livers because we're getting angry at ourselves. So we're past livers. That's not a word, by the way. I just made it up. And then we're putting a lot of stress on our liver because we're angry that our lives is not where we want it to be. And then when we say our life is not where we want it to be, we're forecasting the future as if the future has a specific criteria of how it should be. I don't even know where we get that from. Uh, TV, maybe. Maybe the whole American culture, right? So we set standards for ourselves that's super high, I'm not saying unattainable, but super high, some of us. And some of us don't set any standards. Some of us who don't set standards just live by the high standards of society. And when we do set high standards, we bash ourselves for not getting there. So it's like, why are we in this fight between the past and the future? Why do we ignore the present? 
I mean, what's up with the present, dude? Is it not enjoyable? Okay, let's run a test here. I said, to find out where your mental state is at, I want you to see how comfortable are you in silence. I want you to hear that one. How comfortable, how comfortable are you in silence? The silence communicates to you all your pain. If you sit still enough, in silence, you'll begin to scan your body, and with that scan, you could determine where you're being, where you're hurt. Now, not just the external body, the tendons, muscles, and bones, and joints, not just these things, but you can also scan your internal body. What? Internal scan? Of course. You can scan your intern. You can literally check your organs and see, oh, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Like you could feel your throat. Oh, what's happening in there? You could feel your belly. Oh, what's going on with my intestines here? So we literally can scan ourselves. But how do we scan in the future? I don't know. I haven't seen a future scan, future human body scan. I haven't seen that. We could only scan in the present. You, you can't scan yourself 10 years from now and you can't scan yourself. I can't scan myself a minute ago. I, I can't go back and see how I was feeling. There's no possible way. So the only time you could scan yourself is in the present. So why do I say all of that? Well, this is a very important part because I said a lot of people have problems sitting with themselves. People don't have problems sitting with, sitting with other people, but they have problems sitting with themselves. It's as if I can listen to everybody else's problems, but I can't even bear to see my experience of life because it brings so much pain. So if I'm not around anybody, if I'm not around anybody, then what I must do, I must distract myself. So I've said this thing at a workshop, which I have coming up. I want you to sign up for it. We confuse self-distraction with self-care. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we say, okay, I need to do some self-care. So I'm going to go and chill and do nothing by watching TV. Uh, uh, TV is doing something. TV is like... Putting pictures in your mind, like thoughts. You know, thoughts are painting pictures, right? It's like putting pictures in your mind without your consent of what it is. Just the consent that I'm going to watch the movie gives them consent to put whatever they want in your mind. Whatever scene that they want to paint in your mental garden, they can do that anytime by watching TV. So that's why you can go watch TV and you watch a civil rights movie and you feel like you are back in slavery. You just, you feel it. Your ancestors cry within your soul. And you're like, why do I feel so down? Maybe you need to stop watching those movies and start reading how to free our people. That's just an example. But I'm not saying that example. You need to learn some history and see where it's at. But I'm just saying, let's say something like a horror film. Maybe we need to stop watching these horror films. Or maybe we need to start watching the action movies that kill like 150 people per movie. 
You know what I mean? So that's what we do with distraction. When we distract ourselves by just watching something, we're trying to diminish all the noise by putting more noise. And what I learned is if you walk into a room and it's really loud and you start playing music, of course, it'll kind of drown out everybody talking. It'll drown them out. But you're going to hear noisy music. And too much talking with the music in the background, it sounds like a circus and it's not serene at all. Why do we try to do that? Like, bruh, my mind is all messed up. It's a bunch of crazy sounds. Like, yo, what is going on? Uh, it, it, there's so much mess in my mind. There's, there's a girl wrote a book called A Mess in My Mind. It's a poetry book. It's like, there's so much mess in my mind. And then you're like, okay, I need to escape this mess. So let me go watch that mess. What? And I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about myself at times. But I catch myself to change it to change it sometimes. And other times I just give in to it. But the thing about the human experience is we want to be conscious that it's happening. So this is not to tell you what to do with your life. I do not have that. That I don't have that. I can't really do that. But it's bringing your awareness level so you can see it. So that way you can change it. So the principle is... Don't confuse self-distraction with self-care. So don't do things so you could escape yourself thinking you're doing something good for yourself. Now, is that not something you may need to do at times? Sometimes we can't tame the horse. And even and even when we try to sit and breathe, we don't we're so uncomfortable that we don't even we can't we just can't fight, we can't do it. Maybe I shouldn't use the word can't. We think we can't do it. And when we get in that mental state, it just diminishes and we lose all hope and we lose the motivation. And it happens. So it, I'd be a fool to say, just meditate. That's stupid. Because sometimes you know to meditate, but you're like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I don't feel like it. I just want to distract myself. So I say, fine. Just say it. I'm distracting myself. It's okay, I'm being, I'm just pleasure. Maybe put a better movie on, right? I'm distracting myself. I want you to start practicing saying that. Why, why, why should I say that? When you say you're watching something because your mind is in a mess, just say I'm distracting myself while you're doing it. Because what, that, what's, what, what, what is that going to do? It's going to attract something different. Because you're going to be like, why do I keep distracting myself? Hmm, all these sages and gurus said you could attract a great feeling of well-being by breathing and by being. So why don't I try that? And then you're going to compare the distractions versus the attractions. Okay, so these are the two things. I, I, I came up with these words. I, I rhyme them so that you can remember them, right? Attraction is something that's very attractive to your spirit, not to your animal nature, right? Attractions attract you. They resonate with you. They're like a magnetic pull. It's as if you always want to do it because it's very, very attractive because it brings you such inner joy. Now, distractions, they can bring a temporary moment of happiness or maybe I'd say excitement or just chemicals in your brain. So sometimes we get off track, distracted, maybe social media. Let's get some dopamine shots. Right. Instead of getting attracted 
meditation, breathing. Let's just get some dopamine shots. Like both of them give you the same chemical, but one of them drain you to give you the chemical and another one fills you up and then gives you the chemical. So when you're scrolling with the distraction, what's happening here is that, yes, you're getting the dopamine, you're feeling love, you're feeling the connection because you might be lonely alone. Like I posted a lot of posts on Instagram when I was homeless, you know, and I realized that I needed to motivate myself. And the one way I could do that was by doing something meaningful. And speaking was it for me. I realized like expressing myself on video was like my therapy session, right? So I did it as something just for myself as well because it was therapeutic for me. So it was attracting me to expressing myself. So the same tool that can distract you can attract you, right? But it's in the power that you have that it doesn't guide you than that you guide it. I was watching a Chinese Tai Chi movie called Tai Chi Man. Wow. <laughs> tai Chi Man. The guy was like, the master was telling the guy, his student, he was like, dude, you're powerful. You're powerful, but your chi is guiding you and you're not guiding your chi. I was like, that's deep. That's deep. So chi is life essence. Life force is the electromagnetic energy that goes to your body like the blood goes through the vein because it is in the blood. So you have Wei Chi and you have Yin Chi. You have Wei Chi and Yin Chi, one on the surface, one below. So you have the energy going throughout your whole body, keeping you alive and healthy. And then you have the external energy protecting you and taking out toxins. So you have Chi. Now, Chi has hundreds of meanings, if not thousands, I'm not sure. But let's replace the word chi with breath or mind. Hmm, your chi is also your breath. And you say, your mind is guiding you and you're not guiding your mind. Wow, my mind is guiding me and I'm not guiding my mind. So you might be a little curious, hmm. Is my mind guiding me or am I guiding my mind? You're like, well, I, I am my mind. I'm a, I'm, ain't I my mind? Ain't I my mind? <laughs> ain't I my mind, right? No, you're not your mind, okay? Here's why I say that. If you were your mind, then at some point, you would look at yourself and say, man, I'm, I just thought about wanting to kill somebody. I, I must be a murderer. You're not a murderer. You just got a little angry and you got bottled up and you just had a bad thought and you can let it go. That's not what you are. And if you experience some traumatic experience um, with, with somebody in your family, I don't know. The media always says the uncle or the auntie, which is weird, but your mom or dad, all that gets in there and that past experience keeps repeating and then you're like, ah, you don't know it, but you feel like you're still back there. And it's like, wherever you go, it feels like you're still in the same space. You're like, bro, I thought I left home 30 years ago. Why do I feel like I'm having the same issues I had 30 years ago? And you're like, that's the problem. You're not having that issue that you had 30 years ago. Your mind is repeating that picture 
from 30 years ago. And the stories are repeating. The subconscious scripts are coming up. All of these things are saved in our brain. Like they're recorded and they're archived. But the spirit, the spirit is very interesting because itself, though, though it contains wisdom, though it contains the opportunity to change your state, it does not contain all of these different information, all of these different things you've acquired and these bits of, um, it literally extracts the lesson, right? It extracts it and it, it, it turns it into universal wisdom. Reason why I say that, and it's a theory, Albert Einstein had theories, all the great philosophers had theories. So I decided I'm not going to just say what other people say. I need to say original things because my spirit has its own base of wisdom. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey, powerful people. I hope you enjoying this episode. I would like to borrow a few minutes to tell you about a very exciting project that I'm working on and really need your support. Not only have I started life coaching and health wellness coaching, I actually call it, and I invite you to get coached by me. I also launched a Patreon page. Now, Patreon is a way that you can support your favorite creators by becoming a patron. And by being a patron, you leave a monetary support. It could literally be the cost of a Frappuccino from Starbucks, $5 a month, $10 a month, $20 a month. And with that contribution, you get access to a lot more exclusive content. Now, some of the content that I offer is workout videos, interviews with holistic doctors and wellness and health coaches with uh, mindset gurus and all of these extra things that you are not now getting from my podcast alone or from my show alone, as well as qigong meditative video so if you're learning about the art of qigong through this podcast and you're wondering how do i actually get started patreon is actually a great page for you to get involved with that and if you'd like to get that started all you have to do is refer to the description of this podcast and you'll see the link click on it select one of the tiers and become a patron i really really would love your support i want to dedicate a lot of my time to produce you the best quality holistic health content and with your monetary support i can really do that and if that doesn't work out for you you can always leave a donation via anchor.fm and that's also in the description so thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and continue on listening on thank you so much so my theory is that as we accumulate lessons, you know, they say you come to this earth to accumulate lessons. Every lesson we learned and it gets stored up there, somehow it transmutes into our spirit. And then our spirit transmutes that to the entire consciousness, right? I said the universe soul. I came up with it, but, you know, some company is called that. This like big glow, this global information knowledge or and in this center lies wisdom that's why when you sit so much in meditation you can be, get realizations that you never thought you would get 
And you're like, yo, okay, I, I, I went to everybody. I went to these schools. I never got this information. How is it now that I'm able to access it, right? I'm doing it as we speak, right? So you think I, I wrote this speech and I was like, oh, topic number one, topic number two, topic number three. Or you think I'm thinking from a thousand places in my brain, trying to pick all the information I learned. I'm not doing any of that. All I'm doing is I'm being open. I'm being here. I'm being present. And then I'm just sharing whatever is coming to my heart with an intention of not making a point, but showing you a perspective. What if we looked at everything we saw like it is a perspective, a perception, something we see. But why do we say what we see must be reality? Well, you saw it from this angle and it looks like that's what happened. But they saw it from that angle and they're like, oh, that's not what happened at all. And then the person who was in there says, that's definitely not what happened. So it seems as if we shouldn't be operating out of memory. That's when we bash. That's when we judge. When we operate out of memory. We should operate out of the lessons extracted from the memory. The wisdom. Not the memory itself. Because memories don't change your life. Extracted lessons do. What I mean is, if you're going through something with somebody where they treat you like a certain way and somebody else has treated you like that same way, and maybe I should say all women, I will say all women go through this. All women go through this, and I say women specifically because Men are being hungry ghosts, which means I want something for nothing. And you feel like your life just repeats that. And you're like, what's wrong with me? And it's not anything wrong with you. And it's not necessarily anything wrong with the guy either. They've just been sold something. Like I said, they didn't mediate what they saw or what they heard. And they didn't come up to their own conclusion of how they should treat women. And because of that, they treat women like the media shows. And then every, and they look at their friends and their friends say, this is how you should do it. That's what makes you a man. And then they go do it and they go do it and they go do it. Once you can get to that perspective, you're going to become very passionate for your male friends or friends with benefits. I bring that up because it's, it's, it happens. And this is a big thing, I'd say, for women. It happens for men in a different way, but I think it happens to women mostly. The reason why I say that is we can't operate from the memory. We must operate from the lesson extracted from the memory. What that it mean is I had a crazy relationship with somebody. I'm not talking about me. I'm saying <laughs> you had a crazy relationship with somebody and that somebody was literally somebody, like literally just somebody. Well, it was not someone. <laughs> was not some being, like literally some somebody, like as in, we literally traded bodies. Like I wanted to use your body, you wanted to use my body, and we just use each other's bodies. So you had a relationship with somebody and they did something to you that they used you and they left. And then you had another relationship with somebody, they used you and they left. And then you're like, third charm is a charm. Third time is a charm. And you're like, I'm about to get it. This is the one. I'm going to marry you. 
and it happens again. And you're like, damn it, this always happens. This would, ha and when you start saying that, you're claiming it for your life. That's where most people fail or get wrong. It's like, this always happens. No. This memory has been perpetuating itself in your life over and over because at some point you didn't become the observer of the situation and you didn't apply the compassion that you needed to to see what that person is growing through. And then you didn't have that awareness to pick the person with the best intention by being very conscious of the words the person used, the way they interact with you. Are they in a relationship to give or to get? These are the questions that we must derive from the wisdom we extract from the losses that become lessons in life. And that's how we operate out of the spirit of directing our chi and not letting our chi direct us. Directing our mind and not letting our mind direct us is by being present enough to see really what's going on. Not to see what they're trying to make you see or to see only what you want to see or to just see it from one point of view, but to really see the root of whatever you're seeing, which is always some suffering with both parties. There was someone you probably could have changed, and I'm going to mention women, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of men do try to change women, but I think men try to change women by force. You change or I won't be with you. I don't know. I don't know if that's you. Like I said, I don't know the experience of everybody, but I do know that women, based on what I've, the tweets I've read, <laughs> the people that I've talked to, and some of the other things I've derived, a lot of times serve as like a mother nurturing, like I'm going to help you change and evolve, which is exactly what a woman does you give them a sperm they give you a baby they give you another life i mean what you give them a house they give you a home you give them a word they give you inspiration so women are that's why if you watch the the matrix um what is it called the um the old lady who told them what is it? the oracle was a woman uh the first you know so a woman gives birth so women are very, very powerful. But what happens is sometimes that spirit of creation, we're like, okay, I can create a character out of this guy, right? Because I see their potential, but I don't know, but their mindset ain't there, you know? What if I can help them? But the thing is, it's hard to help someone operating from a place of suffering. Think about whoever man you're dealing with is crying inside, crying for love crying for acceptance, crying for use of his sexual energy so that way he can be elevated, so that he can be creative, so that he can be prosperous. So men have a desire. It's not a suffering. It's a desire that becomes suffering because it's unknown. Not that it's not known, but it's that people don't keep it in their mind. So a lot of men become hungry ghosts to satisfy their need for love, comfort, to be creative, to have someone to support and be their backbone. 
by, you know, getting in the game, playing the game. You know what I mean? I'll just have sex with as many women as I possibly can. You know what I mean? That makes me the man. And that's actually the number one way to not become a successful man holistically. If all the men are watching. I'm a man. Okay, look at me. You see, I got fuck it. I got an Adam's apple too. Like, so I am not a woman. <laughs> so I'm not going against men. But let's talk the reality of it, guys. Right? I mean, I have guy friends. So I know the mentality, guys. I'm not bashing you, but if I never tell you things that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, how will you be able to craft a comfortable life? Out of discomfort comes comfort because you can align and fix. Let's say I'm, I'm sitting sideways and I'm putting too much pressure on the right and I'm squeezing the liver and dearranging something in my back. I'm out of alignment. If I get back in alignment, then I'm, I'm good again. So dysfunction, when you realize it, then you can improve your structure, your stature that will cause better function. All right. So that's why I'm saying that. So I understand. And this is I also have the same human desires and I realize them. I'm like, oh, OK, it's OK. You're a man. It's supposed to happen. But I know why I have them. And now I'm able to understand that I need to be more like giving and giving giving and having a good intention behind everything I do right and a question I asked myself that changed my life forever and also helped me become a better man was if I was to being if I'm in a relationship with you and how would I treat you if you are someone I was supposed to inspire like, how would I treat you if you were someone, because you are, right, whoever I'm with, whoever that person is, I'm like, how would I treat someone who I'm supposed to be empowering, right? I wouldn't treat them with disrespect. I wouldn't like you. I would empower them. So I'm like, so if my mission is to empower people to live a holistic approach to life, why would I say, let's empower everybody, but let's use everybody I date? That doesn't make sense. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I talked about, a decision of how you want the, the ethics that you want to have in your life. That's what's going to change it. So what that's going to do also is it's going to give you a better life experience. Because you're going to be able to see people as they are, as beings, as sentient beings, and not as bodies, but as beings. So this is very, very, very important. I went way left but it needs to be talking it needs to be talked about so reviewing everything i just said we don't like the present moment we confuse self-distraction with self-care simply because a lot of times we just try to escape ourselves rather than empower ourselves we live in the world of escaping rather than the world of creating and one of the major ways is to not live off your memory. Not live off your memory, live off the wisdom. So not live off of what happened, but live off what is, what you are. Live off the I am. So what that allows you to do, it allows you to make the decisions that are going to be more beneficial to your holistic wellness. All right? So that's number one. 
And I gave you the example of the hungry ghost and the relationship between men and women in our current state, in our current state of age. And both men and women are actually becoming very similar. So everything I said about men is actually very applicable to women now because there's a concept, and don't come at me for this, called pseudo-male. And it's a, it's a um, survival mechanism. And it's a way to not get taken advantage of, but you end up taking advantage of yourself. What I mean by that is a pseudo-male is a female who's adopted male qualities in order to not get used by males. So they do everything men did to them so that men don't do it to them. So they end up doing it to them anyway. So they, they really didn't do anything. So a lot of our young queens are actually in this space right now. And the reason why I'm here is to help the kings and queens be royalty as they are and build a family of royalty. And that's where we need to be. That's where we're going to have that. We're going to have that synchrony between families that will create a symphony in the future because our memory is going to be more pleasurable. So now we're going to extract more positive things from the memories, which will allow our life to be more positive because we're not going to be living off of these, you know, the stenches, the traumas, they stick way longer than the good times. But the trauma is not, you don't want to live in it, do you? I mean, I'm sure you don't. I mean, why live in the trauma? I, I had to come to touch with my trauma, with my trauma, and I'm like, it's not crazy or a big deal, but we all have it, right? And I have to come to terms with it and understand that I don't need to live like this anymore, right? I don't, I don't need to keep repeating the past. And the one way out of the past into the present is that awareness. So, I mean, this thing about living in the present is something you can talk about for days. And I'm not going to do that today because I know you got things to do as I got things to do. And people to empower. But I really, really appreciate you for watching. Now, I had no idea that I had all this inside of me, right? Did I know? I, I don't know. When I was a kid, I was mute until I was four. Most of my life was super quiet. And I didn't speak English till I was like 10 or 11 because I was born in a different country. I realized that there's a calling on your life. But the thing is, there's so much noise that you can't hear it. So like I said yesterday, you walk into a room and everybody's talking. There's a loud noise. You're messing your mind and you play some music. Boom, 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 boom. Trying to distract yourself, creating more noise. The solution to hear, the solution, you just have to turn off all the noise. So when you get present, you turn off the noise so you could turn on the spiritual downloads. That's my message, and I'm sticking to it. So that's what I did. I turned off the noise of my limiting beliefs, and I'm hearing the symphony of what listening to your spirit brings if you just obey. It's the holistic motivator. Now, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast. You like this here? I bet it's much better just listening to it on your way to work, in your car, just audio 
smooth, chill, edited, sounds nice, no lagging, and you're just gonna enjoy it. So how do you get that? Well, you could type in Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth Motivation on Google, or you could go to Anchor, like the boat Anchor, dot fm like the radio forward slash ed talks daily and there you'll be able to watch all of the podcast episodes every single day i got a podcast out i realize that i put out tremendous pot value every day 30 minutes or 40 minutes or more every single day there's a new podcast so ed talks daily another way to do it is say hey siri play ed talks daily personal growth and motivation podcast i'm gonna say it again Hey Siri, play Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you got to do is go to the description. Click get free audiobook from Audible audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks it's your life feed it when you need it all right so while i have you here i want to give you some homework if you stick to the end it means you're serious if you stick to the end it means you're serious and the best thing i can do for those who are serious is to give them something to work on So I'm going to show you three breathing patterns that you can adopt in your life to help calm your mind down and get back to the present. The first thing is alternate nostril breathing. You're going to to place your finger on one side of your nose, one nostril, and you're gonna breathe in on the nostril that's open. I want you to do it with me now doesn't matter who's looking at you. I don't care if you're on the bus. You're going to do it right now. Right now. It's the holistic motivator. <laughs> okay. I'm just joking. I'm a jokester. Okay. Put it right here. Breathe in. And then now touch this one. Breathe out. Breathe out. I'm not digging in my nose. 
So I got some mucus. I need to do the nose cleaner. Crock pot. Remember, you should be putting air into the belly. You shouldn't be sucking up like that. You should be doing this air into the belly and then exhaling. So your nose is one of the major senses. How do you feel? Do you feel better? I feel good. Dun -dun 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 -dun. I know that I would. All right. The next one is going to be the healing breath. And this one is very healing. You're going to take in, but you're going to give more than you took. That's, this is life's principle. Give and receive. When you breathe in, you breathe in oxygen and nitrogen and you exhale CO2, carbon dioxide. The plants take that and give you back oxygen. So the very act of breathing is communion between nature and man. Why don't you breathe more intentionally? Okay. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to breathe in through your nose. Remember, like I said, your lungs is a balloon. So if you put both of your hands on your belly button and squeeze in, that should be technically pushing all the air out. Now, breathe in, push the hand out. That's your breath in. So instead of doing this, you're going to use the chambers, all the chambers of your lungs by press and exhale, right? I do the exhale first because I, I feel that it, it teaches people better. Now you're going to inhale. That's it right there. So let's do it now. Healing breath. You're going to breathe in on the count of four. Exhale on the count of eight. You can remember this, right? Yes, yes, you can. Okay. Breathe in. Exhale. So I'm going to count for you. Not saying you can't count. But I want you to get it. All right. So you're going to breathe in. Oh, I forgot to count. My bad. Let's throw it over. Breathe in. One. I can't breathe and count. That's what's happened. Okay. We're going to use this. Exhale. Six,
So I'm breathing in and out. Breathing in on the count of four. One, two, three, four. Exhaling on the count of eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, and that's the healing breath showed you well my bad you breathe in and exhale right and then you could switch which one breathes in and which one breathes out and then you inhale and you exhale twice as long as your inhale as you go you could do inhale eight Exhale on a count of 16 based on your lung capacity. And the last and final breathing exercise is going to be the fire breath. Fire, fire. Fire, fire, fire. You need some oxygen, some blood flow. Build kidney fire for a cold, damp internal environment. This is what you want to do, right? So... I want to show you my my uh my six pack abs, but not really. I just want to show you how my breath is looking like. All right, so I'm gonna actually show it to you. So you can start by doing it for 30 seconds and do it 30 seconds again. Take a breathing break, or you could do it a minute, do a minute again, but you don't want to do it to the point where you get dizzy because you, you're not used to getting so much oxygen and you know you don't want to overdo it, all right? So this is an energizer right here. That felt really, really good. Usa, send out. How did that feel? Comment below and let me know. All right? I enjoyed that. The question is, did you? I enjoyed that. The question is, would you subscribe to the podcast? You know, I see a lot of people putting out content. And I support everyone in content creation. And sometimes I like, but I put out content every day. Why nobody watching it? And it can get discouraging, but I have enough courage to understand what the mission is. So I always keep doing it. But I, I literally, I need support. I do. Because I want people to watch it. So when you watch this, share it. Start a watch party. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. And yeah. So later today, I'm going to have Tai Chi. I'm going to do Tai Chi, Qigong. I'm going to do it live. We're going to be doing more stuff, you know? And I want to invite you to come back. Let's pick a time now. I'm literally just coming up with this right now. So let's say meet me back at 6 p.m. To meet me back, though, 
you kind of have to like the page. If you don't like it, then you won't see it unless I do a watch party in whatever group you're watching, okay? This is about it. I'm, I'm done talking now. I'm really done. I'm really done. I'm about to go get another smoothie. Yeah, so one love. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.